boys at? Love the Pilot Boys podcast? Support us on Patreon. Supporters can pledge as little as $1. And we have some cool perks on there. Check out www.patreon.com forward slash Pilot Boys podcast. Show us some love today. Welcome to High Altitude, your weekly dose of growth mindset. This is a conversation series where we discuss deep topics from a high altitude. We're your hosts, the Shree Bros. We're two brothers that make content that elevates your mind and it speaks to your soul. It's time for takeoff. What's good, brother? How you doing? Doing wonderful. Um, today, let's talk about mental health. Why don't we talk about how yeah. it's easy to keep the momentum going when everything's going good, everything's perfect, and you're happy and home life and everything just is working out right but when things start to go astray that's where the real test begins and that's where a lot of neglect has come for mental health right where it's pushing past the boundary um it's pushing past sometimes your limitations or pushing past what's happening um within to get things done and sometimes it's important to take that moment to meditate or to focus on mindfulness the entire day instead of instead of pushing um yeah and just focusing on actually getting the getting the mind right so that our body can function right hundred percent. You know, I would definitely say that like, you know, when things aren't going well, it's good to take a second to stop. Because if you don't take that second to stop, then you're, you're going to be, you know, uh, inundated with a variety of emotions. And really, you're just going against the grain of how you work. You know, understanding how you work is super key because everybody has high points. Everybody has low points. That's, that's just normal, you know. But during the low points, what are the habits or things that you have set up in place that can help you? I think, I think being mindful, any type of mindfulness practice, will help you tap into yourself and will help you figure out what you need in that moment. Because you might be trying to do work and you know, you're just not getting anywhere because your mind is not in the right place. It's better to go take a walk at that moment than try to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. Because by the time you come back, you might be feeling a little bit better and more refreshed. Exactly. It's important to understand that we can't do it all, all the time. We need to take those moments to find that clarity. And then we can move even faster and even with even more intensity than when we were in that state of mind. Completely agree with that. You know, and I think the real the real theme is slow down. Yeah. Because I mean, let's let's think about it. It's like it just takes time to figure out what emotional and like mental issues you may have, and also like what 
it can do to like, you know, uh, like hinder you, you know, it just takes years and years to figure out that part. So I feel like, you know, being patient with yourself is a number one thing that is key. The relationship you have with yourself is the most important thing, you know? And so if you don't have a good relationship with yourself, then number one, seeking help is always such an important thing, you know? And some of us are in a position where we can't seek help, but we should still reach out to somebody and have a conversation because, um, you know, ultimately seeking help from professionals is what's going to help you. Like that's going to be the thing that whenever you're able to do that, if you can't do it now, whenever, whenever you're able to do that, it'll help you a significant amount, you know, just because you can't address these mental issues just by yourself. Sometimes they're, they're too, you're too engrossed in yourself to really help figure out what's going on and your friends, you can vent to your friends, but they can't treat you. Right. You know? And I think that's, that's a big thing. You know, there's a big stigma around it. There's a big stigma around taking care of your mental, but I feel like it's so important nowadays more than ever to, to do so. Exactly. And to go back onto just discussing with friends, even though they can't exactly diagnose you or a hundred percent help you, what they can do for you is still a lot. And you can go to them to, to vent, of course. And you can also go to them to just have fun. Like it's a moment to, to kind of distract yourself from what's going on. Mm -hmm. Right. But then once you go back into it, you can come back into it with that better state of mind. Cause you, you just were able to get that happiness from, from another mm -hmm. source at the very least. Yep. And I also believe that just talking is is one of the best medicine medicines that's out there um being able to talk to someone about what you're going through or um how it's been and just vent to that person can exponentially increase like how you feel and how um how much weight i guess can be on your shoulders it can it can be like a weight lifted off Yep. Yep. Exactly. If, no, it's yeah. like having a good support system around you is key. Sometimes it's difficult because folks are in positions where they don't have a good support system. And it's like their family is, or like their friends, like their closest people are the ones that are bringing them down, you know? And my advice to those people is really to, you know, um, cut, cut those people off, you know, like it's better to be alone not isolated necessarily, but it's better to be alone than in bad company, you know, and I, and I will say that for sure. And it's a big impact on your mental health because if you're around positive people, then they, they automatically uplift your mood just by being around them, you know, just the way that they operate, the way that they um, exude joy, you know, like positive people are, are grateful, you know, and if you're grateful, you can't be grateful and fearful at the same time you're either grateful or you're fearful. So, you know, like a lot of times, you know, like with mental illness, it's like, it's difficult because a lot of it is undiagnosed, like for folks. And on top of that, there's, there's degrees of severity to it. So if it's very severe, then of course you need, you need uh, professional help. And that's super important for you to go get that. If it's mild to moderate, you know, 
that's where it's gray area because there's functional people with ADHD. There's functional people with, you know, chronic anxiety and depression and certain things, certain big things like that, that, that are just kind of getting by every day and figuring out a way to just make it happen. But, um, you know, they, they need to address those issues, which will drastically improve their, their quality of life. So, you know, I think even for us, you know, we've, we've gone through our own battles with anxiety, with depression, with different things. I mean, when you were younger, you were a binge eater as well. And that, that was something that like, you know, um, you would use to kind of like numb the pain. It was like a numbing exercise. You know what I'm saying? Like, and for me, when I was younger, like masturbation was a big thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's something that I'm still dealing with to this day, but it's something that like, you know, became a relief for me and something that became, you know, um, a way for me to deal with my pain, my stress, my anxiety, but it, it's not a healthy way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, there's healthier ways to, to deal with it. Not, just, just being real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. No, I'm sorry. I couldn't. <laughs> it's real. It's very real. And that's the thing. I mean, it's like, it's, I don't feel awkward talking about it. No, because no, it's, it's something not that So many people deal it with. It just caught me. It just caught me, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the, it's the numbing, it's the numbing thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, whatever it is that people do to numb themselves from the pain that they feel from their daily lives. Like if it becomes a habit, I also, then it's, it's dangerous. Right. Cause I mean, I also struggle with that as well. Um, and a hundred percent, the binge eating masturbation, um, absolutely anything that drowns out is dopamine. What's happening for dopamine, right? So, so you're basically just trading dopamine for, for the situation at hand or the task at hand. Yep. And that tends to lead to a path where a lot of problems like just pop up, right? Because yep. these problems grow and grow and grow when they keep getting suppressed and suppressed and suppressed. So going back to the binge eating, when I would when I would keep binge eating, right? And I would just keep doing it to just keep escaping my reality and I'd have a lot of fun and I'd feel so much dopamine, I'd be really happy for that day because I'd get all the food that I wanted and all the different types of shit that I just wanted to eat, right? And then it mm-hmm. ended up being that I was 200 and 220 pounds almost, like 218, somewhere around there. And I was like 5'8, five, 5'9. Five, um, and it was just, it was bad. Um, but that's when, that's when um, we started working out. And when we, yep. when, we, when we started working out, I started to change those habits, but it was very slow and very steady. And the thing yeah. is, like, you can still fall right back into it because something that happened to me was I, I did binge eat for, like, my entire childhood, pretty much. And then I stopped about my sophomore year of high school, and I was like, it was like a struggle. It was a huge struggle for me. And then I got to the point where I was counting pretty much every single calorie that I was eating. So I was seeing what was going into my body completely. And then I fell into another sort of rut and that kind of stemmed into stopping working out and then also 
binge eating as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that's something that now I've been fixing my diet. I've been eating um, a lot of healthier options. But when you're in that state, it's like really difficult to to get out of it. And mm-hmm. and the problem, since it grows and grows, and it's also hard to get out of, like you pretty much have huge lingering problems. And mm-hmm. one um one huge help um is getting a therapist. And another another huge help is just practicing that daily meditation um to get mm-hmm. through it right to get through and journaling the, ex- yeah cuz you can write down your thoughts you can literally physically see you contemplating it right you can see you if i mm-hmm. like say i wanted to binge eat, but instead i like if i had an urge and i write down what i'm literally feeling that's mm-hmm. it's much easier to see what i'm feeling so for me i i try right. to meditate when i feel an urge i just close my eyes and just start breathing and then I'm able to really think it through, like, will this help me? Will this make me yep. get to my goals? And will this keep me healthy? And none of those things are the case if I do eat. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And yeah, it just honestly, and I'll say this as well, you know, it's, it's really easy to give advice. It's really, really hard to take your own advice. A hundred. You know, and, and that's the thing. So you might see a friend dealing with a mental health issue, mental health issue. And you're like, bro, just go out into the sun, just go work out, go do this, go do that. But then when you're in that same feeling, you can tell, you should tell yourself that same advice and go do it. But it's really hard. You feel like you don't have the, the activation energy or like the energy required to go get up and, and initiate this task, go do this thing. So it's just like, like bro, we're just, we're all learning. We're all constantly growing. And, you know, this life will humble you. Life will find ways to humble you. And the mental health journey will also find ways to humble you. So, you know, it's like, it's just understanding that, you know, start wherever you're at, you know, and learn this. The goal is to learn more about yourself and to learn how you work and how you're wired such that you can have the best possible outcome for your life. You know, but mental health is such a important part of that. You know, um, my my last thing is, you know, if you need help, seek it. You know, no, don't wait for somebody to come help you because no one's coming to save you. Exactly. Um, I'd like to finish off with exactly. You're never alone, and and no one is coming to save you. But there's always an ear if you go and seek it. There's always going to mm-hmm. be an ear. And there's always a solution to a problem. Mm-hmm. We just need to think it through, talk it through, and reach Get that, help. Reach that. Exactly. That's it. Get help and then reach that, that goal. That's it. Yep. 100%. But let's change the stigma, you know, of like only showing our successful sides. Yeah. We have to, we do have to communicate our challenges, our difficulties for other people to connect with us and for them to learn and grow along with us. A hundred percent. Let's keep sharing and let's keep growing. Let's get it. Pilot boys, we out.